Hi, this is Laird Barron, and you're listening to Legends of Tabletop. Hello and welcome to the Legends of Tabletop podcast. We're getting ready to jump back into Fear Itself. This is our 31st session. We've been playing this game for, I don't know, like 40 years already. It's crazy. <laughs> and we've done like three things. Wow. This is the longest, least having things had been done. I, we are the least effective group of all groups of investigators of everything. This so we've played this game probably longer than Nerdbound was even on the air, and we've done next to nothing compared. Yes, to the they other like Nerdbound was on for three years and created an entire civilization, a whole town, worlds. This one, you guys went to like three cities. We got and investigated and investigated a couple things. That's it. And we're still going. We're, still we're on brand. You know what? We enjoyed so many restaurants in that time. Yeah. All right. Let's we're get a recap. We're going to do some quick fires. This, these are some quick fire missions. We got it. I'm hoping so. I'm hoping so. All right. So we got back from our European adventure. We talked to Edward. He wasn't super thrilled that we didn't do exactly what he wanted us to, but we kind of explained the situation, kind of brought him around, but he did get the feeling that we were – Eh, maybe less than pleased Randy, much more so than the rest of us. Uh, he kind of laid everything out on the table. Jack and, and Aaron went outside, and Randy had a quote-unquote heart-to-heart with Edward, which essentially resolved nothing. Randy, uh, after the fact, uh, told Jack and Aaron that he really only trusted the two of them. Uh, the three of us obviously are in it together, and take anything that Edward says kind of with a grain of salt, especially after he said like, Hey, well I'll sacrifice you guys. I mean, you know, if it means saving the world, you know, so that's probably fair, I guess. All right. So we, we took a couple of weeks, uh, maybe about two, three months off. Jack actually got back into wrestling. He was doing some like legit Greco Roman stuff, kind of like hitting the gym and all that. Uh, Aaron did the deep delve into the Huron stuff. He's going back to church. He's, you know, he's all in. He has this existential crisis of like all of this shit is real now. And like, yeah, there was monsters for sure. But like there's demons and devils and maybe God is real. And like, holy shit, what the fuck? And Randy was was quite angry again at Edward for not being able to make Mark Hamill show up at Skywalker Ranch to watch Star Wars movies for like two days but, you know, he did read some Dresden books and, and you know, got into, you know, similarly to Jack, you know, working on his fighting skills, doing a little bit of wrestling and all. Uh, and when we eventually reconvened, uh, Edward had a new mission for us. Uh, there was a, a doctor over at or a professor over at well, probably a doctor too, right? Uh, Dr. Hoffman over at the Indiana University. He was doing transcranial magnetic stimulation 
uh, new treatment for depression, at least in the world. It may be a real thing. I don't I don't know. It is. There are billboards in Tampa. I assumed you brought that from somewhere real. Yeah. Um, it's actually part of the it's actually part of the story that I am pulling this from, much like Dead Arm and very uh, many of our other episodes inspired by songs or stories that I have read or listened to. So this is inspired by an actual story created by someone based on actual medical treatments for actual ailments that don't involve paranormal stuff normally. <laughs> but, you know, that's what, right. yeah. So in, in the uh, treatments, we had, um, unbelievably enough, uh, our secret government organization, the Nighthawks, uh, found a story on Reddit where this woman was treated by the doctor uh, posted this long thing. She had a sort of a, what was it like an extra dimensional spiritual attack maybe. And she killed herself within 24 hours of the treatment. Uh, so Edward wants us to go in and remove all of the research, make sure that the doctor can no longer continue on his current path, uh, contact any other possible test subjects and remove them back to HQ so they can be deprogrammed and or treated. Uh, so the current plan is to go in with two members as uh, posing as lawyers, defense lawyers for the college. Uh, we were supposed to have a forged letter signed by the dean uh, to say that we were there to help out and to offer any assistance that uh, Dr. Hoffman could. And then the remaining member would be the uh, supervisor of the cleaning crew that works at the university. And that person would go in and yoink the research, the hard drive, destroy the equipment and do whatever other things that ne'er do wells do in the, in the dark of the night. It's a great plan. I'm liking it already. Yep. We're, we're, we're coming in hot. We're going to go quick. We, that was we the goal. Everything like, going. Hey, it's a college. This is, you're not fighting a supernatural creature theoretically, unless things go. Oh shit. When you say stuff like that, <laughs> well, you can fuck things up so bad that you have to, but at this point, this is just stopping supernatural shit from continuing to happen. But if you want to play around with some shit, you never know what's going to happen. Oh, geez. There's, always stick to the plan, guys. There's an, always an opportunity for mayhem in this game. Yeah. And it usually always happens. <laughs> it usually <laughs> always occurs with me hey let me shoot the cannon before everybody's in place <laughs> yeah it works great like look 60 percent of the time it works zero percent of the time that's <laughs> your plans be. the truck can will get used at some point you know hong kong truck birthday no shout outs uh i made it i got a cake made and everything <laughs> sad face all right, so we we sort of ended it with that conversation with Edward. I assume that the turnaround would be relatively quick because we don't want this guy running like 40 yes. people through this treatment. So I assume probably the next day we leave, yep. he said he was going to have tickets ready. and Yeah, I assume you're flying out, not driving. You're in Ohio, so Indiana's not that far. You could Four drive hours. if you wanted, but you could also... He said he was going to have a flight ready for us. Yeah, yeah, that, that was... And the question was just if for some reason someone really wanted to drive truck cannon <laughs> to their <laughs> university. You can drive truck cannon. It's theoretically within drivable distance, but you also do have a flight. Yes. 
Yeah. So I, I so I, I think the way it's going to shake out, and we talked about this uh, sort of be, you know before off air. Uh, Aaron and Randy would go in as the lawyers. Jack is going to go in as the supervisor. We're also going to bring along for him a uh, fake beard. Uh, you know, give him a pair of like fake, like you know, regular glasses, but with like just glass in them okay. uh, yeah. to obscure his his thing. A because he's famous, and B you know there's <laughs> yeah. cameras and stuff, so yeah, yeah. I want to make sure he doesn't get uh, get snagged or yep. noticed. Yep, makes sense. They have very very good makeup artist slash spy artists to do such things. So yeah, you, you definitely have the, you know, it's not like you're just taping hair to your face. You have, you have right. good stuff. All right, cool. I, uh, I guess we pick it up from there. Do we uh, start? In yeah. So I, I'd say you fly, you, you fly in You're you, you arrive in Indiana. I would say there's no reason for you not to all fly together. So you all arrive on the same flight and then it's up to you how you want to divvy up where you're going when um, you assume I, I'll assume you're going to go to the university quickly slash I mean you have accommodations set up already you don't have to like check in or do any of that stuff so it's up to you how you want to approach the situation you have all of the documentation you need you have um, all of yeah all your disguises ready you're all set to go and you can get to campus however and whenever you would like with whichever preparation you want ahead of time. I would okay. say you show up um, maybe mid morning, like 11 a.m. So like the flight lands, you get in, blah, blah, blah. It's like 11. You're on the ground. All your resources are ready. Okay. All right. So Randy, do you think like um, – were you able to find out anything else? Like, you know, maybe not that, you know, Edward kept anything from us, but any new developments, anything in the news, you, you, you find anything online? Um, so is that, is that something that we're looking at as we're coming in? Yeah. I assume we would have Wi-Fi access on the plane. Right. I mean, super okay. government yeah. organization. Yeah. I mean, yeah. he's, yeah, they, they spring for in flight Wi-Fi. Okay. You, they, they fly you business class. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So uh, yeah, I yeah, I would probably be checking that out then. Uh, there's nothing. Uh, I mean, it. The comments on the woman's story are everywhere. From you know, like this is like you know, wow, what a great story of fiction. It, it kind of like the you know everything from people being like, that's a great story. Wow, that's a really like wow, you should put that in a, like a book you should write more stories to like conspiracy theories you know this is what call it you know this is what scientists are doing all the time contacting you know other dimensions and not telling anyone and uh you know so there's there's everything from i believe like believable story like people believing the story and going even beyond that everything and then like oh that's a work of fiction what an interesting story so yeah but there's no new posts or anything about other test subjects or anything okay is there anything within all of the random you know people talking about it anything that like any straight line that 
kind of seems like everyone's kind of talking about that it kind of connects? Um, not really. Um, you don't really get a sense. Like, no one, there's no other person, there's not another, like, account of, oh, that happened to me type thing. It's all sort of disparate between, yeah, sort of like, oh, I knew it. There's other worlds and blah, blah, blah. And we just can't see them to, okay. yeah, like, oh, that's a great, you know, no sleep fiction yeah. story. Um, okay. You guys ever heard of the God Helmet? Uh, the God, the, no. The God should, Helmet? Should we have? Yeah. It's this thing where it, it's, it was this experiment. These guys did, I want to say back in the 90s, where they wanted to study religious experiences. And so um, they built this thing to stimulate these different areas of the brain electromagnetically. And people started having these uh, you know, visions and all kinds of things like this and um, you know, paranormal experiences and whatnot. Hmm. So do you think that he, he's going to have the kind of technology and wherewithal to, to do that? Well, this is probably, uh, you know, perhaps it's based on that earlier research and he's taking it even farther. Mm, that's true. Okay, well, let's put a pin on that. I'm going to go to the airport tomorrow's over here, grab myself a slice or two, maybe some breadsticks. I, I'm sorry, I'm starving. It's been, a, training has been kind of rough, but, uh, but yeah, I, that's, that's a good theory. Um, God, a God helmet, of course. Dude, why, make why, sure why, you talk a napkin. Don't get that shit on your suit. Well, of course not. Come on. Who do you think I am? I got all these. I got all these uh, leftover, and I pull out like some red lobster bibs. I'm like, I got enough of these to <laughs> set me off. We're all good. All right, all right. You know, you know, you know how your boy knows how to do. So we're all good. Cool, cool. All right, so we're 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 good with the plants. So we got we, you know, we want to tell them. You know, we, we need a list of subjects. Uh, we want to look to see where he's pulling paper files from, uh, see if we can get logged in his computer. And then maybe while you're in there, if I keep him distracted, maybe you can hack into the to the other part of the system. And maybe you can um, like put the camera on loop for the, uh, you know, for the office and for uh, the, the actual research room, right? So I almost wonder if maybe I can, I'm talking to you, Neil. I wonder yeah. if, if this is something where I can actually get the, okay. So Randy, real good computers, Kurt, yep. not so much. So, okay. you know, maybe I get the IP address of the cameras and okay. hack into that to where I can get that. I could steal that. So we can look, look through our computer or like a phone that's, Sure. Yeah, you could the... probably do that. Yeah, that's okay. entirely possible. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I'm a. Yeah, I would say. Yeah, unless it's closed circuit, right? Like the closed circuit TV, right? Is like specifically yeah. made to like not. But I would say it's at this day and age, it's unlikely with budgets and stuff that a scientist would be like. He's like, fuck it. I'll, like they could use like a ring camera for all he cares. Like so, I'd assume it's a web base. So I'm going to assume hackable. Yes, not for like just, you know, randomly able to do whatever, but you probably have the ability to do that. Yes. Okay. All right. And if yeah, you spend so a point in computer science or computers or whatever the fucking computer skill use. is currently, yeah. like you would be able to 
um essentially yeah like grab it like you know get into their camera feed for sure and then if you need to if you want to manipulate it that would allow you to do that as well okay so so basically i'm telling everybody i'm like so so what i can do is i can hack into the program i can actually get get the ip of of what's going on with the with the cameras and i can we can see what they see so 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 jack if you go in there and you destroy everything Stay away from cameras as much as that kind of sucks, because that's going to still be on you. If you're messing, you guys, if you're messing around, maybe that's something later on I can kind of mess with and I can mess with the feed so I can take you guys out of it. I could also just destroy the cameras first. Well, if somebody's watching that, though, they're going to they're going to notice that right away. Um, If you you can hack in, Randy, maybe you can record some and then redirect it and then play. Yeah, I could play like, like the same. Footage. Yeah, I could play old footage from yeah, yeah, and just put that on loop for in his office. But then, in all actuality, we can actually see what he's seeing. Right. Well, that'd be cool. Whatever else is there. Yeah, do that. Okay. All right. Sounds like a plan. Let's do this. All right. Let's do it. Okay. Uh, you're gonna go to the university, I assume. Yes. And in that case. How are you arriving? Like, where are you going? In right, so what groupings? How are you? We're dressed? pulling up. How are it's you, all yeah. three of us. We're walking. You like, stru- yeah, strut slow motion. Do you do like uh, you drive dun, up dun, and uh, dun, 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 like that music that's always playing? Yeah, and you you, you, you 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 walk. It's like da da da, and your car explodes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you exactly. guys don't look at all, and no. then yeah. So um, be- yeah, we never described. We never, we never talked about that. So, are we going in first and then waiting for Jack later? Is Jack going yeah, yeah. in first, Jack's, and then we're going in. Jack's doing his whole own thing, so that because we the talk. Well, I suppose if if Jack is doing the supervisor thing, he's got to show up for his shift. But I'm assuming the cleaning is at night, right? So, like, we're gonna yeah, go we're in, after. scope it out, lay the groundwork, give him a map, tell him where he's got to go, which drawers to pull, and. He's going to go in either that night or the next night, whenever the cleaning crew would normally show up. And maybe it's every night at university. Mm-hmm. Fuck, I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm going to assume every night that there's okay. a cleaning crew. So, yeah. yes, he's a lot of people. Yeah. 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 It's, you know, whether it's, yeah, every building, we're going to assume like trash gets emptied or at least, you know, or whatever. Yeah. yeah. All right. So I, I think we roll up in like a black Mercedes, right? Because we're lawyers. We have the briefcases, we're in suits. You know, we're 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 dressed to the nines, ready to go. Because you know, obviously, the university has a ton of money to spend. So, like, we're the best of the best. Yeah, they're not gonna yeah. hire fucking jokes. No, <laughs> like they're gonna hire someone good if there's a liability for yeah, sure. Exactly. So, I have my uh, fake Stanford ring, Somacone loud on it. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So, Jack, if you want to like follow in you know, a second rented car and just like scope the camp. Like, you know, you just pull up, you park somewhere, you walk around, kind of get a lay of the land, see where cameras are outside. Now, am I, am I dressed up in my uniform right now? I would assume not. The cleaning one. Yeah. I'm just, so I'm just walking around, right? Like a normal guy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's up to you. Yeah. You, you don't have to be in like, I assume, I mean, we're going to go, even though I don't know if anyone actually does this anymore, but I would assume, yeah, like cleaning people. Oh, you have like your overall like coveralls that you're wearing, but no, you're not, you don't have to wear that right now for sure. You can be whatever you 
you just be dressed. You just be like a dude. Yeah. Walking yeah, around. I'm just dressed normal and I'll just walk around in the buildings. Okay. Uh, we we bypass the dean's office for sure. <laughs> we uh you know, I guess maybe go to the information board to look to see if we can't find like where this guy's office is. If not, like all right, well, we know he's uh, you know, a doctor of psychiatry. We go to that building and then maybe ask someone in the building, oh, we're here to see. Or is that information available online already? We don't have to oh, worry about doing that. There you go. Yeah, yeah. Probably right on the website. Yeah. Yeah. Then the less talking we have to do, the better. Good yeah. call. The yeah. more, more fingers in the ice cream or whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Yeah. His All of his information is available. Like his office, the building. I mean, you could find a map of the university, obviously, online. His office is listed online. This is his office number. This is the department he's in. This is the building. So you have all that information available for sure. Okay. And so we're here at where. Uh, so we got in at about 11. So what time were we here now? Uh, well, I guess you ate. So we had one. You had some okay. Sabaros, a couple slices. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So we're I think not, I think we're not my, sponsored my, yet. No, I think my Sabaros, my going to my going to Sabaros screwed screwed it up because we probably could have caught him going to lunch. But um, so now well, we're going to have to see if he's in session, right? I mean, because we want to get on well, the computer. Yeah. yeah, that's true. So, yeah, if he's not even there, then maybe we can break in. I, well, I, maybe we just wait for him to come back to his office. <laughs> come on. Where's your sense of adventure? I'm an attorney, and I'm confiscating this computer. And you're like, <laughs> I don't have a badge. Attorneys don't have badges. Sorry. Yeah. What do you have uh, thieves tools for? I don't know. Okay. Go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, yeah, it's like one something ish. Uh, when you yeah. get on campus, you, yeah, you have a, uh, whatever, Uber black, whatever you want to use, uh, to, to get there in a fancy enough car. You're, you're dressed in, yeah, full suits. You, you have a map of the campus. Uh, the building is, you know, it, it, there's, you know, you get dropped off near the building. You don't know the layout per se, I guess, but like, it well, has an we, office number online and all that. So yeah, well, we have his office hours and all, right? So we just yeah, we we time it such that we're meeting him at his office as yeah. his office hours start, right? So like there may be Perfect. students, but we want to like nip that in the bud and be like, oh, so yes, we need to like have a conversation. Yeah, sure. Uh, yeah, I mean, he uh, it would be on syllabus if he had office hours, but like he has an office. He's a physicist, so most of his time, I assume, is spent thinking on and typing stuff up on computers versus like do, doing. I, he's a, I, I mean, he's I guess he's, a, he's also like treating patients, so or like a clinical trial. But like, yeah, he's probably around his office at any given time. Yeah. All so right. I assume you show up at his mm-hmm. office. Then is that the goal? Yep. Okay. Doctor Hoffman. Come in. Go in. Oh, shit. What are our names? We should probably figure that out. (laughs) (laughs) Roll for preparedness. (laughs) Jesus. Yeah, I want to make someone spend a preparedness to retcon 
Oh my God! What are our names? No way! I literally want nope. I Unless want you I want John in. to do what he's not good at and come up with it on the fly. Uh, yes, gentlemen. Uh, uh yes. Um, I am uh Mr. Jefferson. This is my colleague, Mr. Anderson. Ed. Uh, pleasure to meet you. Uh, yes. Um, we what have- can I do for you, gentlemen? Well, we have heard, uh, you know, about the unpleasant, recent unpleasantness uh, associated with um, uh, some of the trials that are going on. We um, he puts his briefcase down, snaps it, you know, pulls the letter out. Um, uh, Dean Smith has uh, called us in. I, he wants to be ahead of the curve on this. Uh, no, no wrongdoing on your part. Uh, you know, research things happen. I understand, but. Uh, uh, you know, as a as a, an organization, the, the the college has a certain amount of responsibility. We. Need uh, to I'm sorry. Part. Let me stop you right there. What? Uh, so, what is? This? Let me hold on. Let me just close this door in case anyone. It oh, seems yes, like yes. this might be somewhat sensitive. Uh, he closes the door. He's a you know, middle aged man. Uh, you wouldn't suspect much. He doesn't look particularly nerdy or, you know, crazy wild man-esque. It's just, you know, regular seeming guy, uh, unassuming. So, uh, gentlemen, what can you give me a little more information about what you're, um, what you're referring to specifically? Uh, uh, yes, and like he pulls in his wallet, he reaches out, because give him the business card that Randy pre-made for the for the thing. Uh, yes, the the, uh, the dean has uh, you know contacted us, uh, lawyers on retainer, of course, uh, for the for the college. Uh, he is somewhat uh, perturbed. I don't know if that's quite the right word, uh, but uh, we understand that there has been uh, an unfortunate uh, accident in uh, in regards to the uh, current research that you're working on. A young woman um, uh, committed suicide? Accident? Uh, what? Oh, yes. Uh, the subject for my clinical trial, yes? Uh, yes. Uh, it seems that she posted some rambling thing online. Uh, you know, the, of course, the college gets very nervous about these sorts of things. Um, he- uh, yes, it's most unfortunate, but uh, obviously she had severe uh, treatment resistant depression. Uh, again, which is TMS, uh, if this is the trial you're referring to, is uh, it's it's a relatively novel therapy. Um, it does seem to function quite well, but these patients obviously uh, are, they have severe depression and could, uh, there are, there's a chance that something happens um, that in any research trial, obviously we're meant to help these people. And it's an unfortunate circumstance that she succumbed to her disease, but uh, I believe, I mean, we followed the protocol. Uh, there's nothing, uh, I've disclosed everything. We have research notes on everything. So uh, I don't think there's any reason for uh, any liability to the university. Um, as far as I'm concerned, it's, it, it is, I, I wish 
only that it, it were more effective, obviously, but these things happen. Uh, she obviously was a disturbed girl. Um, I have read the report. There's no data to suggest that this treatment would cause hallucinations. Uh, perhaps she was using drugs or uh, and not disclosed to the study, uh, or even maybe she wasn't disclosing all of her symptoms to us. Uh, you know, often people don't answer survey questions honestly. Okay, so not not character information. So, is is it just the university that's taking this claim, or is it the family too? Do we so Neil? Would we know that whether or not the the family was pursuing any sort of legal action? Uh, they currently, I get uh, you that you weren't briefed on any of that. No. Okay. All right. So yeah, like no, yeah, no, like you don't know that. Um, no one said anything about that. So okay. Uh, what was her name again? I have it. Um. Uh, Amanda Friedman will be the name okay. of Sounds good. the girl. So, are you are you aware, sir, that the parents of Miss Freeman are also behind this class action shoot suit? I I am not always briefed on all of the legal matters with the university. I assume they're protecting me from that. Uh, are I mean, are you with so you're with the university then you're one of our attorneys yep that's that's what we told you and so we're gonna need we're gonna need all the information that we can get from you so we can make sure that you're in the clear so none of this is coming down on you uh yeah i so I feel like uh this i mean I'm not used to um you know any legal proceedings everything seemed uh, everything's gone. You know, according to uh, design uh, before. So I feel like maybe uh, we should get the dean involved. Uh, I feel like this might be a conversation that we should have, maybe even the provost uh, coming in. Uh, As you I can can't... see already, we already, ha- we already have the dean already signed off on it. He just wants us to get our job done, to come in here, get all the information that we can from you, so we can have all this information so we can clear your name, clear the school's name. We don't have to have any further damage to your reputation or the reputation of the school. You can either just give it, give it to us the easy way. I know this is kind of sounds like a bad movie or we can get more involved. We can involve the Dean. We can involve his superiors and it could get a lot worse. So we're, we're trying, it may like, Right now, me talking to you may seem like I'm trying to be just Mr. Aggressive on you, but we're trying to help you out. We're trying to help the school out. We're trying to help all parties and all parties involved. Unfortunately, what happened was something that is nothing that you wanted. It's nothing the school wanted. It's nothing that she wanted. It's nothing that her parents wanted. But here we are. So can you help us? Mr. Hoffman, I, I I apologize. My my associate, Mr. Anderson, he's very uh, bulldog in court, and sometimes that carries over into his you know, personal interactions. There is no, absolutely no hesitation on the part of the university that blames you. I'm sure the, the consent forms were all signed. Uh, all the all the uh, I's were dotted. All the T's were crossed. 
of course, there's none of this is going to come back on you in your research, but the research in and of itself it means papers for you. We want to make sure that is unblemished. That also means potentially quite a bit of money in regards to the college as this makes its way through various uh, things. You know, and he, and he slides the letter across the desk. I like to spend a point of reassurance to okay. uh, sort of bring them around and kind of like get them kind of like settle down. Like, Hey, we're on your side. We're just trying to, you know, get things to explain to us the process. Hey, maybe show us the lab. Uh, you know, can we sit down and, you know, see, you know, pull up your, your, uh, you know, your notes. Can we like look through, you know, read through that here real quickly, you know, let us, you know, show us what you're doing so we can report effectively. Yeah. Uh, he takes a look at the letter. He reads it over carefully. Uh, I yeah, it looks uh, as if Dean Smith uh, has uh, requested uh, this meeting. So, uh, yeah, um, of course, um, I, I'm happy to cooperate however you want. So, yes, uh, I can make the notes available, obviously, confidentially. It's uh, uh, HIPAA laws uh, would require everyone, uh, obviously, to keep maintain confidentiality. But I assume attorney... Uh, uh, client confidentiality here, uh, correct? correct. Um, so yes, uh, I can let me just search here for a moment. Um, yes, uh, here's her file. Um, here's everything I have on her. Uh, I have everything, uh, paper records, uh, mostly as they, uh, most of this process required treatment and then, uh, journaling. So uh, we've collected the journals uh, that she had written um, in the meantime. And uh, you are happy to have those uh, if you want to make copies of those uh, for the university. Uh, yes. Excellent. Um, could you also tell me how, uh, how many other people have um, uh, been through the process? How many other people are, are enrolled in the program? Uh, do we have records for those people as well? We may want to, um, reach out proactively perhaps to those individuals. Of course, I would leave some of that up to, to the Dean to, to see, you know, what his thoughts were on that, but we should at least be prepared to see uh, how big of a process this is going to be. Mm, certainly. But I'm worried here about uh, interfering with the research too much. Um, you contact the patients, obviously that could throw some bit of, um, you know, a bit of a wrench in everything. Uh, there's I mean, only I... been, there's have been uh, three subjects currently. Uh, it's a very new study. We're using, uh, obviously, what we're trying to do is uh, essentially target the uh, more uh, effective regions of the brain to treat uh, depression that's resistant to chemical drugs. Uh, it's been very effective, uh, TMS in general, but we know that you could improve this by more focused targeting, more uh, intensive uh, wavelength frequencies. Uh, we, I've done a lot of work. I'm a biophysicist, so I have run uh, various simulations looking at ways to activate or uh, re repress certain parts of the brain. Uh, it's all, uh, it's, it's very technical, but uh, what I was proposing was that if we could focus this energy more uh, specifically uh, and, and uh, to uh, 
other regions of the brain that we could actually uh, improve the results uh, of TMS. It's uh, the best part of uh, it is it's non-chemical. It acts, it acts quickly. Uh, it, it's uh, essentially just sending uh, you know, high frequency waves into the magnetic frequencies into the brain to uh, reset uh, the parts that are uh, broken, the parts that um, uh, are are not functioning correctly uh, and, and causing a depressive state. So, uh, yeah, so uh, it's been done for years now. And uh, in this case, it's just a more targeted, uh, high-intensity treatment. And so I, I, don't, I don't believe there'd be any reason to think that there'd be uh, any adverse or uh, off target effects but uh yes yeah, so uh it's been a relatively few patients uh that have gone through the procedure uh mostly uh, we're mapping at this point and uh trying to uh, better target uh what we're looking for um so uh, here are the files uh on the other the other two uh subjects ah, thank you thank you uh this is fat Absolutely fascinating. I, I can't say that I uh, understand everything uh, that, that you're speaking of. So is this treatment long-term effective? Is this something that someone would have to undergo for for the rest of their lives? Is this something that uh, it depends. works, as you say, to reset the, the broken, he uses air quotes, uh, part of the brain? It, uh, it depends, really. Uh, yes, some patients uh, go through several months of treatments, and then they're fine after that. Everything uh, sort of resets. Uh, the brain uh, starts working uh, normally again. The uh, uh, electromagnetic signals uh, are are reactivated uh, and, and not as suppressed as uh, typically they are in a, a depressed brain. And so, yeah, uh, typically it has a long-term effect, uh, but not uh, in some cases you may have to have uh, additional treatments. Uh, it's a several-month process, uh, multiple treatments. Uh, then it usually tapers off after that, but uh, certainly some patients may need uh, redosing again, yeah. How does this does this come from the uh, the background of uh, say uh, electroshock therapy? Uh, what's the greater difference between this and that? Oh, it's uh, quite different. The electroshock therapy was brutal. That really had no scientific basis. Uh, more of a, I guess, mad science. They thought, oh well, the brain works on electrical signals. Uh, it's quite painful uh sending high dose electric shocks uh through the brain it's more a form of torture than anything but the ends would be the same no uh theoretically yes uh although it was mainly trying to treat psychoses in this case uh depression isn't really the same uh you see you can't really uh, shake, uh, you can't shock, uh, schizophrenia out of someone that doesn't really work that way. Um, of course, yes. but in this case, uh, you'll notice that, uh, since the field of functional MRIs came around, uh, you could actually look at, uh, very uh, specific regions of the brain's activity. And, and we noticed a pattern of 
lower brain activity uh, in certain regions of patients with depression. And so if you utilize this high frequency electromagnetic pulses into the patient's brain, it would re-stimulate those uh, in order to uh, to produce uh, an effect similar to antidepressants, but without the negative side effects of those chemical drugs and, and sometimes more effective. But yes, so it the difference is one is quite painful and... Uh, barbaric. The other, this TMS is entirely painless. Uh, you're awake the whole time. Uh, much like if you get an MRI it, uh, at the hospital, uh, you don't feel anything. It's just a magnetic field around you. In this case, it's just targeted to your brain uh, in very specific regions. So yes, it's uh, in, entirely painless. Uh, it, it does require multiple treatments. Uh, in this case, uh, there's been no data to suggest uh, hallucinations or delusions uh, based on treatment. My, I, I haven't, obviously we do uh, multiple, uh, we, we do brain scans and those sorts of things, but we don't do blood work for these particular patients. So I couldn't say whether she was on drugs, but college students, you know, you never know what they may be doing, whether they say so in the trial or not, but Certainly, uh, TMS has never seen uh, caused hallucinations uh, in the past. Uh, the data is quite robust. Uh, obviously, this is a new territory, but I don't see any reason why we wouldn't, uh, why we would believe this has had anything to do directly with the treatment and not uh, with the the, the patient uh, herself. So I, I think we're definitely in the clear. Whatever I can do to help clear this up for the university, obviously. Um, I believe that uh, we can make a more effective treatment, and uh, I'm, I, I would hate to have that stifled by uh, this unfortunate uh, accident. No, of course not. Uh, the the uh, university in no way uh, sees a reduction in your work here. This is obviously a very important field. Uh, we have uh, so many people troubled uh, with these issues, if this this is something that the university and, and of course yourself uh, can help to uh, remedy, uh, it would be a, an absolute breakthrough for people. Uh, uh, yeah, I mean, I can show you if you want to see the equipment. I, I mean, I can show you where we do where the lab. I can show you the equipment. I, it would be you know, fascinating. And, and like he's taking notes, so like he pulled out like a legal notepad, like he's yeah. scratching notes and and whatever, and he's like. Um, and, and as you said, there, there are no, uh, long-term, uh, no, um, side effects to the treatment. Not really. No. Um, th there's been no real, uh, adverse events to this treatment in particular. Um, it's why it's so promising. Uh, it doesn't require, you know, long-term treatment, uh, after the first few months. Uh, usually, uh, as I said, everything sort of resets itself. Um, but then after that, yes, everyone's uh, usually quite good. Otherwise, uh, some patients have shown uh, some nausea, uh, it, you know, as it disrupts uh, particular centers of the brain that may, uh, may be responsible for uh, a bit of, you know, uh, feeling sort of unbalanced for a little bit after the treatment, but not much. Um, other than that, no, not really. Excellent. Uh, should we off to the lab then? Uh, yes, uh, follow me. Hey everybody, before we wrap up this episode, I'd like to take a minute to say thank you for tuning in. 
We hope you're enjoying the podcast from our interviews and actual plays to our rambling roundtable discussions. If you like what you're here and you'd like to support the show, we have great sponsors for you to check out. Birds of a Feather Coffee Company is a small batch craft coffee roaster and is our OG sponsor. There are three signature blends to choose from. The Morning Lark, which is a light roast. The Night Owl Blend, which is a rich dark roast. And the Hummingbird Decaf Blend. They also have the exclusive Legendary Brew, a nice medium roast coffee, perfect fuel for all those late night gaming sessions. If you use the code LEGENDS10, you'll get 10% off your order and shipping is always free. So head on over to tinyurl.com forward slash legendary brew or click on the link in the show notes. Thanks everybody for checking it out. We'll catch you next time. This podcast is a proud member of the Legends of Tabletop broadcast network. For more gaming related content, please visit www.legendsoftabletop.com.